0: the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. In this episode, Dave continues the series on the characteristics of God, this week focusing on the refuge of the Lord. The main reading is Psalm 91. Amen. So last month or so we've been looking at the different um, characteristics of the Lord. We looked at his uh, mercy or his hesed, not his mercy per se but his hesed that strong steadfast covenant love uh, we said even his stubborn love would not let israel go that's our god isn't it when he revealed himself in exodus uh, 33 to um, moses that was one of the characteristics and then we looked at uh, the lord's mercy which without, we'd be in trouble. That's our first appeal, is to his mercy uh, for ourselves, and certainly as we come, Mm -hmm. as we'll be praying now, the next few weeks, for our land, is his mercy, with no other plea, is it? Because we don't deserve it, and deserving, and more so with our nation, because the Lord's been good to us, like Israel. Lord's blessed us in the past with great men and women of God has lifted our nation, uh, but we have turned our back on him. So we looked at his mercy, which is uh, everything we appeal to. And then last time we looked at the comfort of the Lord coming alongside us, the Holy Spirit, that paraclete, that one who who is our advocate, the one who is with us. And uh, really the, the Old Testament, certainly Eastern uh, literature is very big on descriptions and um, what we call metaphors, where we would say something very straightforward in our language. They, they use different uh, forms like rock, uh, as opposed, to, and that describes, like, as soon as you say, he's my rock, then that is more than strength, it's security, surety, and all those other things. And uh, we're going to look at some of those tonight, again, because we're just delving down into the character of God to see who he is and uh, what he can do for us and where we find our security really and where we find our acceptance and um, isn't it strange that uh, people are still looking for that where there's acceptance there's security and that's why uh, so many of our children haven't got security because there's no acceptance they don't understand uh, it comes down obviously first and foremost to family life doesn't it? Yeah. if there's no uh, right. you know solidity there there's no acceptance and of course appreciation brings significance and, and all those things so we can look at that tonight and all those ver- uh, words which even read in Psalm 91 it's going to be Psalm 90, 91 they, there's a little bit of debate who wrote Psalm 91 but they think it's probably Moses because he wrote Psalm 90 there's no title for Psalm 91 and it seems to carry on the old uh, Jewish um um Scribes put it to him. Um, some give it to David, but they probably think that actually David put it into his psalms from Moses. So we'll go with Moses. And, um, we could go with it. doesn't really make a lot of difference to us. But we see um, all these lovely... The first we, we see is um, refuge, a fortress. And the first thing that comes to my mind is when we went to Israel many years ago... Well, we should go again. I went for the free one. I went with my mum and dad, it was free. I was about 17. And we went up to Masada. Now, you've all you do Masada is right in the middle of the desert. Uh, they did a, f- a film on it, didn't they? When I, mean, I think in about 70 odd AD, uh, the Romans attacked it for a couple of years. If you remember, the did, BBC did it, and eventually they all killed themselves. And Harry carried it on the top. But for years, they tried to, I mean, it took the Romans a couple of years to actually get into there. It's a big rock in the middle of the desert. One side is about, I don't know, five 600 feet. Yeah, this side is about 300 feet. Uh, diff- a pretty impenetrable place. And that's the, when I always remember we went there and the Jewish guide said, it was an elderly guy said, and he, he read Psalm, I think it's 18. I love you, Lord, my strength. We'll read in a minute. Mm. He said, David wrote this from you, and he could stand on that. And we, the picture's there, that mm. impenetrable refuge. The Bible says, when the Philistines came, he ran to the refuge to spend time with the Lord. He knew that they would be safe. They would be, have time with the Lord. And, of course, in Wales, we, we all know about uh, refuge and fortresses and castles. Uh, we have more castles per square mile than anywhere in the world. That's, a, that's the fact. Um, and if I, in the back of my mind you can argue with me but I, I, I'm pretty sure this is true in Gwent, the old Gwent um, if we remember that had more castles in Gwent than anywhere mm. um, and I was thinking I, I had that in the back of my mind thought, is that true? and then I just began to list down all the castles we have in Gwent isn't it? Um, Abergavenny, all the seas calean Chepstow, Caffili Caldicott, Monmouth, Raglan mm. Newport, Ask. and I thought oh perhaps I was right then. Mm. And I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. But So we understand about fortresses and castles in Wales, especially, don't we? Because uh, they used to come and attack us, especially the English. And, so we understand about fortresses uh, and, and what they were there to do. And so the Lord, the first the word we get is the Lord is our <coughs> refuge, our place of shelter, our high place, our stronghold. Uh, Psalm 31, 1 to 4. In you, Lord. or you are my refuge? Our refuge, our place where we run to, our place where we flee to. And that's very interesting because when we are in, where is the first, or who is the first person we run to? With difficulty or issues? And, and that really, again, gives us a flavor of where our heart is, isn't it? and where And who we really are. The Lord David had a personal experience, isn't it? Had a person knew that was the only place he could run to, and he learned it from a young young age, didn't he? He learned it on on the mountain sides where he was alone. And uh, speculation is he was sent there. Uh, he he wasn't he wasn't certainly in, he wasn't first in the pecking order by the Seam of things. I don't think he was in any pecking order because when Samuel turned up, he wasn't even called, was he? He was still looking after the sheep. So there's a little bit of issue there. We, could not look, we looked at that before, but he understood. He was, he was on, on the mountainside. And he learned to worship, learned to know the Lord, learned to work, praise, and learned to rely upon the Lord. What did he say when I'll go against Goliath? Oh, you can't. He said, you're a, you're a, you're a teenager. Because uh, uh, there was no such thing as teenagers then, wasn't there, with that bravado? And, uh, no, he said, I, he said, when the lion and when the bear came, I fought them in the name of the Lord. So he'd learned, he'd learned this through personal experience. He was the first person he went to. Psalm 71, 1 to three. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be my strong refuge to which I may resort continually. You have given the commandment to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Amen. You are. I can continually come. Again, the psalmist can continually come. Continue. This is where I, I'm, I'm, f- I'm fleeing, but I know I can come at any time. I can con- come at any time. Another translation. And that's where I'm going. So, these are my refuge. And I, if, if you read it, Again, if you just look at the background, a lot of these words—they've all got slight nuances. Uh, where they sometimes uh, explain it as refuge, but you can see there's a few, uh, or, or fortress, or rock, or is my strength—different translation. Uh, but really, they're they, they not to, in, in one sense, to compete, but to actually blend uh, because sometimes the psalmist puts two together you could, we'll read we can we'll read that later so they complement each other and actually in enforce what he's trying to say like he says um he's, the, he's my rock of refuge uh, and uh, he he blends two words together as we call what they, they they call synonyms similar words just to emphasize a point um so he's our refuge is a place where, where we run i love this psalm um, this is a psalm we should uh, learn off by heart, certainly the first few verses. Psalm 46, 1 and 2. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the herd gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. And um, someone's got verse 7 and 11 there as well on that chapter. Read that one as well. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. In one, in one verse, he uses refuge three times, but of course, there's different words there because mm. one means a refuge, a place of shelter, mm. like, uh, but the other one means a high place of refuge, something that's inaccessible, mm. inaccessibly high. And uh, he's using the different words just, again, to show God's character. He is our place of refuge, but he's a place where no one can reach if we're in him. No one can touch us, if we're in him, devil said, let me add Job. You put an edge around him. Let me have a go at him. Um, he said, okay. Before that, he was not allowed. Why? Because he was in the Lord and he was inaccessible. High place, a refuge, a refuge. He's not just a refuge. He's a strong, high tower. That's why we sang that song tonight. He's a strong, high tower. Psalm 61, verse 1 to 4. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry to thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me, and a strong tower upon the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cover of thy wings, as sealer. It's a lot of things. Again, lot, lot of descriptive words of who the Lord is. He's a shelter. He's a, he's a, he's a high and lifted one. He's he, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. The word rock is used so many times in them. We again, when we when we see that word rock, we can see that the strength of the Lord, the the power. You know, a rock, a rock will be here a long time when we've gone. Um, that's why when when Joshua went into the promised land we did that those seven seven uh, Places where they built rocks just to, to show what the Lord was doing through the land The first as soon as they came out of the Jordan picked those rocks up plant them down put, and, and well actually plant them in the in the in the river and on the side so that then your children would say well, what are they used for But there? So when you were gone and the next generation gone, and many generations down the road are gone, they can still point back and say, that is where the Lord worked. That is what the Lord did. And when, the a- remember Achan, when he sinned, what did they do? Of course they killed him, stoned him, and they built stones over him. So what would happen? They would say, well, what's that done by there? That's what happened when we sin. That's what happened when we don't do what the Lord says. And, and you see, all through the land, this was being done. The Lord is our rock. The Lord is our, but he's a strong, high tower. Psalm, uh, Proverbs 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Amen. That's where we run. That's where we run. Where, where we flee. We flee to the Lord in times of difficulty. And again, he's in, inaccessible. That's where he takes us. That's a high place of refuge. You cannot get anywhere that is more secure than in him. A place of strength and refuge. Our stronghold. Another word we use: stronghold. Um, Psalm eighteen, verses one to three. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will, uh, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. That's why we love the Psalms, isn't it? Yeah, well, most of these verses tonight we're coming from the Psalms out of out of the Psalmist David especially out of his own personal experience of, of proving the Lord proving the Lord's character in t- much you know when we we can read the Psalms sometimes going we think oh that's a lovely Psalm oh Lord you're my strength you're my rock you're my fortress you're my high tower uh, but when we look at the background of where he's writing it in or what situation or circumstances in, we can think, Lord, there's, I'm certainly not going to get that bad. It's not going to go that bad for me. Well, he's on the run for his life. Or uh, many times, of course, from Saul and then from his own son, Absalom. And, and we can only think of what he was feeling then, uh, You know, uh, being betrayed by his son and all those kind of feelings. But he, he put his hope in the Lord and um, he proved the Lord. And that's what God wants Again, this is this is uh, theoretical tonight, but we, most of us, all of us have proved mm-hmm. some of this in our lives, all of these things. Mm-hmm. But there will come a time again, in not too distant future, where we need to prove it again. We need to prove that he's, he's my refuge, my high tower, my fortress, my strength, my rock. Of course, then the Lord says, um, he's my shield. Well, we understand what that is, to a certain extent. But of course, again, in the Old Testament, different types of shield. We have that, uh, you'll read if you've got your AV as well, buckler, which is a little small shield. Um, and there's, there's small shields carried for with the light infantry men, which is the main word that's used, but also the bigger word, the large rectangular shield to, that covers the whole body. And uh, let's read uh, where we first read that. Uh, Genesis 15, verse 1. After these the word <coughs> of the Lord came to, it, to Abram in a vision. Saying, do not be afraid, Aaron. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Amen. What a beautiful p- a word. But again, the background to that is, remember, he, he goes out to rescue Lot from those kings. He rescues Lot. And in the process, he rescues many from Sodom and Gomorrah and, and those other places. And the kings come down and say, look, we want to bless you. We want to And he said, I will take nothing from you he said i'm not i mean anyone saying i made abram rich or i blessed abram because that was again we know what sodom represented of the, the enemy of the world and and then after that the lord appeared to him thankfully he said abram i saw that he said don't you worry i am your shield because you just won the battle and i am your great reward I am your shield I am your covering and as I was uh, on the on the train yesterday I was looking up this particular word and it means part of the word means the the hide of a crocodile and um, the, the, if you in the in the in the mind of the psalmist to find something in his mind that was harder than anything else was the hide of the crocodile mm-hmm. and they tell us it, 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 the obviously they've got the the skin but they've got an exoskeleton they were those Spikes on the outside and then underneath you've got a uh, plate. Let's not platelets uh, uh, plates of, of, of uh, bone underneath and uh, someone said can can it stop remember the old uh, adage can you stop a bullet well he said um, It depends how big the bullet is of course isn't it from a revolver probably could he said But the guns got on now it wouldn't make much difference But that, that it, the, the hide of a crocodile we understand that so tough, so interconnected, so interlocked, so tough. He said, that is what the Lord is. He is my shield. He is the one that's going to protect me and cover me and from anything the, word, the world or the devil can throw at us. That's why the Bible says, take up the shield, put on the full armor of God, pick up the shield of faith. Amen. God's faithfulness is our shield. Um, Psalm 28. The Lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusts in him and I am helped my heart leaps for joy and I will give him thanks to him in his song the Lord is the strength of his people a fortress of salvation for his anointed one save your people and bless your inheritance be their shepherd and carry them forever Amen. It's a lovely prayer at the end is isn't it? It's David's prayer. Four things for the people of Israel. But ultimately, he says, Lord, you are our strength. And again, all those words, different nuances, but all pointed the same thing. He's our refuge. He's our strength. He's our fortress. We're going to take our security and our, and our purpose and our hope and our, and, our, and our strength from him. He is the only one that can really hold us and help us. Uh, Psalm 3, 3 and 4. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. He is my shield. He is my strength. He hears us when we call on him. He longs to bring us and to hold us and protect us. But he's also, um, as we get more personal, it's more intimate now, he's our hiding place. So so even more, we can see see the fortress around us. We can see that uh, all that's going to protect us. But then we have the inner fortress, like that hiding place where nothing, nothing can get at us. Uh, Oh no, one. Psalm 32, verse seven. You are my hiding place. You shall receive me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Amen. Again, that psalm is is, a, is an amazing psalm because he, he, David knew the hiding place, but he knew what it was to be outside as well. Because that psalm is explaining when he was in sin. He said, when I kept silent, when I didn't, the weight of the world was upon me. He, he, he's talking about illness maybe as well. It was Bearing upon him, my, my, he could feel the weight of sin. He said, "My bones ached as as I as I tried to press on without confessing and getting it right and and finding my refuge in you." He said, "But when I confessed, oh, you forgave the guilt of my sin." Then he could say, "You are my hiding place." He's the only only person who can keep us out of the hiding place. Is who me? It's only yes, isn't it? You know, only us. Yes. Oh, I could, I could blame so-and-so and so. No, 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 no. The only place that keeps us out of the hiding place is me. You are my hiding place. You are my cover, my shelter. Psalm 119, verse uh, 114. You are my refuge and my shield. I will put my hope in your word. You are my refuge and my shield. What's he going to put his hope in? His word. Because his word and his character are one and the same. I will extol my name above my word because you're only as good as your word, isn't it? My name is only as good as my word. Yeah. So when they say David Jenkins, they'll immediately say, Well, yeah, I don't particularly trust him because he said this and he didn't do it. Or he said this and. Or oh, oh, yes, you've got to trust him. He's, good. he's as good as his word. If he says he'll do it, he'll be there and he'll do it. Uh, we're only as good as our word. And that's why he's putting his trust in God's word, his faithful word. He's our covering. He's our covering our blessed covering. We just read that lovely verse um, uh, under the covering of your wings, mm-hmm. and the cover of wings. Let's read another one, Psalm 121, uh, one, verse one to five. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Okay. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon my right hand. He's our covering. He's our shade. Now again, he's using understanding in, in the desert. What's the one thing you want? Now we don't need shade, do we? We need covering, of course, from the snow and the rain and everything else. But in, in the desert, you need shade. He said, Lord, you will be my shade. You will protect me from the violent heat of, of, of the sun, which will, in the desert, will kill you very, very quickly. Um, not in our country of course um, but he's the covering he's our covert and uh, the Lord Jesus is, is bringing that particular verse here. we just read Psalm 30, uh, 61 under the covering of our wings Psalm 91 under y- your opinions uh, Matthew 23 37-38 Jerusalem, Jerusalem <coughs> thou that killest the prophets and stones them which are sent unto thee how often would I have gathered my children together, even as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings? And you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem! Oh, that I wanted to bring you as a hen under my wings. And I've told you that lovely story before about that um, that uh, prairie fire going right through uh, America, and uh, when the farmer came back to his. Uh, farm to see what was left um, there wasn't a lot left <laughs> um, and he was most dejected most disappointed depressed even um, And as he was walking across the farm had, that's all he could see in front of him was a, a, a black bit of mess in front of him like a shape of like a football and as he was going across he just kicked it you know as he would he's kicking his heels and he just kicked this and out of it rang all the little chicks all those little chicks because the mother hen had brought them under and had given her life burnt to death but it protected little little uh, chicks and that's a lovely picture of what the Lord uh, of course he's he's died to set us free but we come under come under the wings come under the pinions and we are protected and Jesus takes that verse takes that thought from the psalmist and says oh that I would Jerusalem that I would do that to you but you would not and it wasn't many years later, not even a generation later, that the Romans came. And, and stone by stone, they dismantled and ran over Jerusalem. Um, so he is our shield, our, sh- our, our, our keeper. The Lord says, yeah, I, I, I'm your keeper. I will keep you. Psalm 94, 22. The Lord has been my defense and my God, the rock of my refuge. The Lord has been my defense and the rock of my refuge. So often... Um, we have situations in our life where we're in, in, in a bit of a, a pickle or a bit of a situation maybe where, where some people have, have accused us or said something about us and we've got a decision sometimes to make, haven't we? And the first thing I want to do is say, wait a minute, I want to put my side of the story here in a minute. Mm. Don't we? I yes. I want to make sure you know the story. But sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter if someone's got it in their mind. It doesn't matter what you say. They've already got it. You know, the, thankfully, the, the Bible says the Lord is my defense. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my keeper. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got to give it to the Lord sometimes. I say, Lord. And, and, of course, it is a test sometimes of us, isn't it? Because of me, I, I, me, my, I want my way. I want my, my opinion. My, I want my defense to be made. And, and you know, that the Lord is day by day trying to get rid of me and I daily crucifying us so he has all the glory Paul, Saul, Paul of course Saul was full of himself <laughs> and uh, Paul even Paul, the Lord had to do a lot of work in Paul to get into that place where he said it's no longer I that live but Christ lives in me because Paul was capable as well wasn't he and like some of us, most of us, all of us he was capable to do it even in his own intellect but he had to get to that place where he said Lord you know That's why he went through so much difficulty and problems. Why? Because he said, now my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. When I came to the end of myself, I became the beginning of you. That's why he is all these things and much, much more, isn't he? He is our fortress. He is our stronghold. He is our delivery. He is our shield. He is our covering. He is our shade. He is our keeper. You can go on and on and on. He is our strength. He is our rock. He is secure. He is safe. He is sure. He is steadfast. When others let us down, he won't. He'll be there, he'll, he'll still be there uh, with us, and um, all those things that we can rely upon God that's our God. That's why, when we are anywhere, but our first port of call, of course, as we said the other day, um, our default position, GM said, You, you, you happy? Praise the Lord. You. Uh, are you in trouble? Pray, pray. You, if you, you're ill. Get the elders in. Get the church involved and get them to pray for you as well. See, that's the default position uh, for, for the p- person of God. Straight to him. Always to him. Why? Because the psalmist understood. David especially. And Moses. Well, it, Moses wrote Psalm 91 and Psalm 90. He understood, didn't he? Uh, when he was, again, everyone turned against him. Even his own family. He understood that. Um, Aaron and Miriam said, well, who do you think he is? God has spoken through us just as much as he's speaking. And uh, the Bible says Moses didn't say a word, did he? He could have said, especially to your brother and sister, you're a little bit more a bit more liberal in your attacks. He could have said, oh, who do you think you are? You're my brother and sister. He said nothing. He let the Lord come down. Mm-hmm. And there's a lovely little verse, although, of course, as we said so before, Moses wrote it. Moses was the meekest man on the, on the planet. The meekest man. And the Lord said, come here, come here do you think you are he said to uh, Miriam and Aaron Moses didn't take up the defense the Lord defended him Mm. and Moses knew what it was to be all alone and what did he say Lord I can't read read this bunch of rabble few million of these people always mourning always groaning nothing's good enough for them that's why you could say, Lord, you're my shelter, you're my shield, you're my fortress. Lord, I will take shelter in you. You who dwells in the shelter the most, I will dwell. And, and say it, what's, what's the word? Come on, you say it well, Ken, all the time, did not you? you, you Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You learned that one's a good song to learn. He who dwells in the safety of the Most High, amen. That's what he learned it by personal experience. And we learn it, but so often we can learn it sadly the hard way instead of taking god's word and put it into practice day by day and these 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 characteristics are great to meditate on sometimes we say well what, how do i meditate take a particular character like say the lord is my strength the lord's my fortress and, and understand that and day in that particular day it, what it we said meditation is mulling it over like chewing with Take that characteristic of the Lord, Lord, you're my shield, you're my shield. And as you go through the day, what do you do? You're deliberately bringing it back to your memory, deliberately reciting that verse, Lord, you are my shield, my strength, my fortress. Lord, you are. And the, the wonderful, what it does, meditation, then it embeds it into our spirit, it puts it as a foundation. So when something does crop up, the Holy Spirit takes all of the word that we put into our hearts, and He says, "There we are, David. That's the word you need today. I'm your fortress. I'm your deliverer. I'm your strength. Oh, I'm all that you need. Your very great reward, David. You don't need that. You don't need to turn there. You don't need to rely upon this or that. Rely upon Me. Our God is great. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. To find out more about our church, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.